0: I'm Coach Seb and this is Running New Mexico. All right, joining me today, I have Isaiah Rodarte. He is from Penasco, ran uh, Penasco High School. He's currently at Adams State. He's a uh, junior, eligibility-wise, and recently was fifth at the D two Cross Country National Championship. So, thanks for joining me today.
1: No, my pleasure. It's great being here.
0: Awesome. So, my first question is: How did you get into running? Ooh, that's kind of funny. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I got into running because of a girl that I had a crush on in uh, like in middle school and uh she she ran cross country her dad was a coach and uh i i wanted to get to know her better so i joined the team and i turned out to really like running a lot more
0: and that's how i'm here <laughs> <laughs> i've uh i i have heard that that type of story before where you know a guy joins because of a girl <laughs> yeah yeah seems to have worked out uh so far for you <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I did it, and she was a sweet gal, and uh, her dad was a great coach. So it was, it's awesome.
0: That's great. <laughs> it's worked out. <laughs> How long did it take you to realize that this was something that you enjoyed, uh, and not just like, you know, oh, I'm, I get to spend some time with her.
1: <laughs> Man, it, it was almost immediately because. I've never really experienced, I played different sports throughout high school, but cross country, just like cross country and track just really reached out and like grabbed my attention in the sense of like, not only was I good at it, but it was just enjoyable. I I think a lot of people don't like really enjoy running and stuff, but I just like getting out there every afternoon and running out in the mountains, just enjoying my time alone. And Yeah,
0: it just, it grabbed me immediately. That's great. I think that alone time definitely is something that pulls a lot of people into the sport, whether it's, you know, younger in in middle school, high school, or if it's, you know, as they get older and and are just looking for that alone time, you know, throughout the day after work or family or whatever.
1: Yeah, it's a a great time to like meditate and like get your mind right. Uh,
0: Yeah. And what was the uh, the team dynamic there at Penasco? Like, did that kind of help you, like the people around you that you were running with?
1: Yeah. Um, when I first joined, I, I looked up to all the guys that uh, were on the team. I thought they were really cool. I looked up to them, and they're great athletes all around. And I wanted to be like them, and I aspired to be like them. So I, I kind of try to feel in their footsteps and do, do them some justice, you know? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. The team, uh, they're just, they're just great guys. They stuck together. They stuck, stood up for each other. And that that's just what you need in a team is just uh, like a unity, like a brotherhood. That's, that's
0: what I love about cross country and track. Like, can really pull people together and and it becomes like your own little family kind of yeah it's a it's a great little family for sure uh you know for those people listening who may not know exactly where penasco is uh you know where does it stand in relation to you know some of the major cities in in new mexico because it is a smaller town
1: yeah so it's it's between it, it's right below Taos, probably thirty minutes away. It's also like a half hour from Española and Las Vegas, New Mexico. So we're kind of just like nestled in the in the mountains in a nice little valley. It's beautiful out there. <laughs> Y'all should definitely check it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I can only imagine there's some amazing running spots like you talked about, like just going down to the mountains. There's I've never run there. I've competed against some kids from Pinyasco back in my day, but uh, I, I can only imagine just how how many spots you had to run there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's a beautiful place. Lots of great spots. And, I'm I'm discovering more every day. Like even now, I I go out there and I find some new trails, and I'm like, wow, like
0: this is great. Like Colorado has some good running,
1: but I think New Mexico is right up there as well.
0: <laughs> I completely agree I mean you know people talk about being up in Boulder and this and that and obviously Adams State you know collegiately and even um you know Durango and Gunnison with Western Colorado all that stuff but man some of those places in northern New Mexico are just hey you can you can just get lost and just be just be amazed
1: yeah it's 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 amazing it's a it's the best place in the world (laughs) to me at least (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I'm i sure, <laughs> um, you know, and being that close, like that northern New Mexico area, you know, being close to Taos and Santa Fe and Angel Fire, Sipapu, like, did you do skiing growing up as well?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I did a lot of skiing. Our school had like a nice little ski program. Um, got out there a lot, switched over to snowboarding in middle school. And I, I love snow sports. Uh, it's I like skiing in New Mexico more too. <laughs> just just uh, there's a small resort called a uh, Cipapu. Yeah. And I just love going there. It's just a nice, low-key spot that you can just kick back, enjoy your time, and just just relax.
0: <laughs> oh, I I mean, I grew up in Vegas, so I'm very familiar with Cipapu. I mean, that was that was mainly our spot because it was just. <laughs> so close and and cheap too which yeah 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 but it was just like the runs were the one runs were great you didn't have long lines and it was like it was still just amazing
1: yeah no it's definitely like a little hidden gem for sure like wouldn't give it away for the world (laughs) absolutely
0: (laughs) uh so um you know when did so you you talked a little bit about you know coming into your own and cross-country and just enjoy, enjoying that time on your own in your runs, when did you realize, like, that, that you were good at this? Like, this is something you could continue to do for a while?
1: Uh, there kind of came a point on the when I was on the team in, like, middle school. Uh, I was starting to keep up with the older guys in, like, workouts. And come races, like, I was sitting right behind them as well. And I don't know, out of like just pure respect, I was kind of afraid to like pass them or like beat them. And my coach pulled me aside. uh, And he said, he's like, what are you like, what are you doing? Like, don't be afraid of these guys. Like you, you, you can run with these guys. You could beat these guys. And I was like, well, I'm kind of scared. Like, and (laughs) but he did a great job of like just giving me the encouragement and just telling me, uh, like you can compete with these people you're talented you're you're adapting well like you're running fast just just do it and so i did i started performing a bit better in my races beating some guys that were a bit older than me and yeah that's when i started to realize like hey like you're not just this little chump, like running around with these older guys, like you, you have some talent, like you got to like take this a bit more serious. And I kind of like dabbled in like other sports, as I mentioned earlier, I played some basketball and I said, like, if you really want to focus in on being a good runner, you kind of have to back off of this other stuff. So I focused more on running and it turned out to be a great decision and I just kept making leaps
0: every season. <laughs> you know, you talked about dabbling in other sports. One thing that's cool about cross country and track is that you can go out and you can go to a meet that has, you know, some of the bigger schools, even though they're not like, because uh, I believe Pinyasko's two A, right? Uh, yeah. So you can be out there competing against three A, four A, five A schools even though you're not in that same, uh, designation, whereas, you know, some of the other sports, you you don't really get that opportunity. What was that like for you being able to race against bigger schools and, and show you could, you could hang when you were in high school?
1: I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, yeah, no, that, I think that, yeah, cross country is great for that exact reason. It's kind of like an equalizer on all like platforms. Like it's, it's just pure running and where other schools like wouldn't play like a 2A school wouldn't play a 5A school in basketball like running we could do that and it was when i first started doing it it was really scary um i don't know if it's just kind of like where i'm from and like the culture but like we don't see that very often so i was kind of like i thought i wasn't good enough to compete against these guys So I would get really nervous during races and be really afraid to compete against larger schools. And it turns out there's just no reason to be afraid of that kind of stuff. And I just went out there, competed the best I could. And yeah, I think we need more of that (laughs) to like boost
0: other people's confidence and stuff like that. Absolutely. I, I think it's like you said, it's just, it's, it's a great equalizer. I think it's fun. It's fun to see kids out there competing because it's. I mean, some of the bigger schools do have an advantage just because of numbers, but, I mean, some of the smaller schools are are fantastic and and are some of the best in the in the state. And Pinasco has been putting out some good athletes for a while, for sure, in, in with running.
1: Yeah, that's I I can attest to that. I think uh there needs to be more opportunities for these smaller schools and we definitely can produce a lot of talent. So if you are from a small school, like no shame in it, you can be just as good as like
0: everybody else. Absolutely. When uh when was your first state championship?
1: Um my first state championship was I believe it was my eighth grade year. Oh, and wow. I, I, I can't even remember what I ran. <laughs> Maybe, a yeah, I might have just like been an alternate or something. I, I, it wasn't a great performance at all, but it was, it was something that was like an experience. So I was just happy to be there, happy to get out there. And I didn't really care about the results. It was, I was like a really shy, sheltered kid, so. Being able to get out there, go to Albuquerque and like experience like a more competitive race was just a game changer.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's getting to state is, is pretty awesome. I, I mean, I think at any level, just because of who you're up against and everybody there and in your division, it's 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 an awesome experience.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I i still love it but it's such a great venue i'm glad they they moved it right it used to be at unm and now where do they have state Cro- uh, track track still at,
0: at unm it's it's, it's been still? able to stay there yeah
1: okay great great yeah. yeah that's a great place i love that track
0: oh yeah it's I, it's obviously the the best in the state it's it's fantastic there's kids are always running fast there it's it's amazing and the, the nmaa does like a great
1: job of like putting together like a pretty nice meet like they they do a good job with that stuff too
0: yeah you know like everything runs pretty much on time weather permitting uh and in, in all the in the years that i've been involved with it which is which is nice like you know when things are going to happen
1: oh yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so i wanted i want to deviate off of that for just a second cause I, you know we'll get into the rest of the journey but since you brought up tracks uh have you been able to run on the indoor track here at uh in Albuquerque? yes i have uh, and i'm gonna run uh this
1: upcoming uh indoor season there as well. oh that's awesome. Have you seen pictures of the new one yes, i have I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it looks amazing <laughs> right. Oh, that, that's such an awesome deal. Like, yeah, I just can't wait to set foot on it. That's yeah. that's also a great atmosphere as well. I love the, the indoor vibe. It's just so intense.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just everybody's just in there and it's loud and the clapping and the stomping and the different areas, it's just more concentrated than the outdoor venues, which are amazing. But it's just it It doesn't create the same kind of like well atmosphere, like you said for sure,
1: yeah, 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 definitely like a lot more intimate, I like that's my favorite aspect of like indoor is just like getting closer to the crowd and just
0: like being able to see their faces like that's awesome, yeah, even if you do have to just run around a two hundred meter track a bunch of times <laughs> yeah that that's the the drawback. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah 200 times it might be a little you get used to it though it's not too bad after a while
0: well, that's good <laughs> <laughs> so when i was looking up some of your stuff i saw that you ran you did the steeple at the great southwest your senior year oh my uh yeah i did <laughs> <laughs> what was that like
1: that was, that was like a blur of a memory because I was so nervous, but I do remember training for it. Uh, I was like asking my coach if I could borrow the hurdles so I could do some drills. <laughs> and uh, there's like this concrete barrier at my school that I would like practice doing like my, my like steeple jump, like planting my foot. Yeah. And I really had no clue what I was doing out there. But like <laughs> I went out there and ran a pretty decent race. So th- yeah, that was super
0: exciting. I haven't ran steeple since. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna ask, like, did you did you think you were gonna run it in college? Did you just want to try something different? Or or how did that come about?
1: Yeah, no. Um kind of like my senior, like my junior senior year, I really started to like learn. Like I really didn't know much about running. I just did it. like like the world started to open up to me and like I started getting on like the internet and like looking these stuff up and seeing like all the good schools and like starting to really get immerse myself in like the world of running and I saw the steeple and I was like that looks fun like that just looks like a good time just like running around jumping over stuff it's something different like I love doing like trail runs and like hopping around jumping over like logs and stuff so I was like, I think I can do that. Like, I want to try that, <laughs> and we did it, and it was it was a good time. I, I wish I did it some more, but I, I I I always get nervous. So in college, I was just like, oh, I don't want to make a fool out of myself, but maybe maybe I'll I'll make a, a comeback or something in it. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'll 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 keep you in mind for that one, <laughs> just for you, maybe. <laughs>
0: I mean, the, the, I, I'll tell you, when, like, when I was in high school and stuff, like, I definitely thought, like, oh, the steeple seems so cool. And then yeah. at the same time, like, it's so hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not an easy race.
0: <laughs> and you're basically running an all-out two-mile with hurdles and water.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: and you, you, like, have to, like,
1: it's not, like, a constant pace. You, like, have to, like, surge a little so you can just get over the barrier. It's just... It's just exciting. Like, I, when I said it was a blur, it was just because there was so much going on in the race. Like, I was just trying to stay focused. <laughs> it's like, just don't fall, don't fall. <laughs> all right, here comes this next burial. Get ready, get ready. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. <laughs> so, at this time when you're immersing yourself and you're finding the steeple and all this, is that when you started kind of thinking, like, oh, I could do this in college?
1: I. Uh, Yeah, I had, I had a really good mentor who uh, was uh, from Dixon, just right, a short drive from Penasco and um, his name was uh, Scott and he was a huge mentor to me. He kind of like reached out to my mom and then reached out to me. I was just like, Hey, like, you're good at this. Like, uh, what do you think about? Have you ever thought about college or have you ever thought about like running for college? I was kind of just like, no, nah, no, not really. I just, <laughs> just been running, enjoying my time running. And uh, I I really started to put some thought into it, uh, finishing up school. And I said, Hey, like this really looks like something I could see myself doing. And I struggled a bit with it. Cause I was like, I didn't really know anybody at the time who had come from Penasco and went to go play like collegiate athletics. And for a while, I didn't want to do it, and I did want to do it, and I didn't know where I wanted to go. And when I saw Adam State and they said they'll give me, like, a chance to walk on, and they sent me, like, workout plans, I I was pretty, like, set on going there just because, I don't know, it it just was calling my name, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, and I was going to ask about that, how you, how you chose between Adam State or someplace like, uh, which, I mean, is still pretty close to Pinasco or even like Highlands in Vegas, which, you know, again, is is pretty close.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, that really just came down to like m- my philosophy. And like I said, I, I struggled a lot with like choosing where I wanted to go. And a big part for me was uh, I wanted to go to... Uh, just like walk on at UNM I thought like that would be my best way to like represent New Mexico and then I kind of like got to like look into their program and all that stuff and it just didn't seem like a right fit for me and I don't think I was nearly fast enough to like even <laughs> grab their interest so uh, I kind of like crossed that off my list and then I was looking at like um uh, was it Western New Mexico, New Mexico State? And I just kind of didn't want to go that far away from home. so I crossed those off my list. And then I was thinking about Highlands. I know lots of people that went to Highlands. My dad went to Highlands, and I felt I felt some draw over there, just because I felt like an obli- like obligated to like stay in New Mexico for some reason right <laughs> but at the same time like my my personal philosophy like my running my work ethic uh like just adam state was screaming my name and they're just like all about like being the best in running and that's what i desired at the time so i said all right like there's no more searching like i think this is where i want to go <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i mean and adam state has had Pretty long tradition of New Mexicans going and running there and running very well for them back, you know, from Jovi Hill to Coach Martin now, you know. Yeah.
1: I was I was so surprised when like I heard all the stories and like saw all the names and saw how many people were from New Mexico. And I felt like I felt at home here as well. So I was like, that that looks good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you know, and it's Alamosa is, I mean, again, it's, it's a great program. I mean, they've proved that multiple times over the years, but it's a small town too, you know? And so I think that that can be helpful coming from a small town and, and staying kind of in a smaller town as well.
1: Oh yeah. It's definitely, uh, it's a big adjustment just going to college in itself. So it, it, being a small town was really helpful for me just to like keep my head level and like be able to like escape and not have so many things overwhelming me.
0: Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, You know, what was it like making that transition, you know, from being the top runner at your school to now you're at Adams State, who's constantly vying for D2 championships? it is
1: one of the mo- most ridiculous transitions you can think of yeah it's it's a big transition uh there's so many factors that change uh it's incredible because i i, I always tell like my teammates and like other guys this it's kind of like you can have an amazing day at Adams state and it'll feel sometimes like a bad day because everyone else is doing so good as well. Like, but then you have to like flip that view around and just be like, wow, like everyone's doing so great. I'm doing so great. And like, this is what elevates like everything, like the training and the attitude. And yeah, it's, it's a big transition. <laughs> <laughs> but the the mileage is definitely a huge transition too. I, I, ra- I ran nothing in high school compared to what we run now. <laughs>
0: right i mean yeah i i follow a, a couple of the guys on um strava and uh i can't remember if i follow you or not but
1: yeah 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 you do okay i could remember <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean i see some of your long runs and and some of the workouts and stuff and and uh, you know take a peek at the mileage sometimes like oh yeah that's what college running is <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yeah.
1: is it is intense it's it's a good time yeah
0: it's i mean but again like you talked to like there's some beautiful places out there to run as well i mean when you're running just from town it can get i'm sure a little bit boring because it's the same old routes but you know one of the main things you know that people talk about adam state is you know going out to the sand dunes and what is uh what's your experience with with running out there on the dunes
1: Um, usually, um, I just go out there for fun. Uh, (laughs) We we don't do like training sessions there really. Okay. Like, uh, we'll go out there every now and then. Uh, I love the dunes. It's such a magical place. It, I'll, I'll run up to the top maybe in like 15, 20 minutes. (laughs) And it is, it is hard. It is hard work. Uh, the sand work. That that is just something else. <laughs> Absolutely. There, there there's some. Uh, I I do go on some like trail runs out there up in uh, the Mosca uh, in the mountains. Okay. And and that's that's pretty nice too. If you if you can avoid all the mosquitoes, and you'll you'll be fine. It, it's a, <laughs> it's a great run out there, right next to the sand, sand dunes.
0: That's awesome. I I I know that I've been up there a couple of times. So, uh I, I remember a couple of trails over. I mean, they they go up for sure, but they're nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually uh just recently I uh or no, this summer I biked from Alamosa to the Sand Dunes and then I walked up the Sand Dunes. And it that's just a magical place. I, wow. I I enjoyed every second of it.
0: <laughs> wow, that that must have been a definitely a pretty good bike right
1: it was it was fantastic <laughs> I, I i crashed in the sand probably two or three times fell in a cattle guard got chased by several dogs but <laughs> every moment of it was beautiful it was it was so much work too <laughs> but worth it yeah
0: <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> uh you know one thing you talked about uh, that I thought was great was just the, He talked about like, you can be having a great day, but like it feels bad because everybody else is around you. But it, it really is. I mean, part of it, I think that whole team aspect, whether it's high school, college, I mean, even the pros, I mean, everybody's bringing themselves, making you better, you know, because you, you're trying to hang with them. Uh, but did you ever feel, especially like your freshman year, that it was, almost detrimental like you were trying to hang too much and it was burning you out or were you able to to kind of manage those those easy days to stay fresh for the the workouts and the um the meats and stuff
1: oh I definitely just destroyed my body my first year yeah <laughs> it was detrimental but like you also learned so much about it um it's that's one of my favorite things about running is like it kind of mimics life and it it teaches you so much, like, lessons, but, yeah, coming in, I definitely was struggling just to, like, keep up with the mileage, and just keep up with everyone, and I've had, like, my share of injuries, but you, you learn from them, and that's what I try to do now with our incoming guys, just kind of tell them, like, hey, man, like, you had a great workout, like, you could chill out today, or, like, you're doing real good, like, make sure you're taking care of yourself, or like, you you might need to back off a little, like, think about this workout and all that stuff. But yeah, it can, sometimes if you get a little too competitive, it can really destroy your training. And I think, like you said, like, as you mentioned, there's some days that you really need to manage your easy recovery days and like, make sure you're taking care of yourself and recovering in that aspect.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds, I mean, again, like, it sounds like you've learned from that, which is, which is good. I think it can be hard for people to, you know, take that and, and realize like, okay, I I can't do this right now, but I can do this and like building yourself up. And obviously, you know, the coaches and coach Martin out there and everything are working with you to help you manage that. But it it, it takes that time to to internalize it, and that can be tough for, for some runners. Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Like, I felt like my biggest str- struggle, like in that whole transition and the uh, adapting to training, it was a uh, like you can have that strong urge to like push every day or like be a grinder and all that stuff, but you also have to work really hard in like taking care of your body and getting rest and all that stuff and yeah it uh just yeah there's so much (laughs) to learn and like like as much as the coaches can help like only you know your body you know like uh if you're if you're telling your coach you feel good and you you feel all right he's gonna keep giving you hard workouts but if on the inside you're like oh i'm just barely getting through this week or i'm working so hard like it's not supposed to be like that (laughs) But uh, I've I've come to learn that, and uh, at times I just be like, well, why did I get injured? Like, why did I get hurt? Like, how did this happen? And then, like, I reflect on it. And I'm like, oh yeah, it was probably that really dumb time when I had a incredibly fast tempo, and then said, oh, I'm gonna also crush this 16 mile long run, <laughs> and like at the time I'm probably like taking classes, getting like four hours of sleep at night because I procrastinate on all my homework so like just don't do that kind of stuff and like <laughs> just reflect like meditate on this stuff like think about it before you do it because like if you're going to go into a session and you're just going to do it just to do it like that's also a bad like training method like think about why you're doing this it's like any decision in life <laughs> you don't yeah. just impulsively just go out there and like crush a workout for no reason you think like oh like I'm trying to run this pace at this race or like get sh- in shape for this like event. What like do I need to do like specifically? And then just kind of like take it from there. Like, yeah, running, running <laughs> the crazy sport. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it can be, it can be hard, you know, again, when you're seeing your teammates crushing or running well and, and being able to compete, but your body might need something different or, you know, we talked about Strava earlier and that's one thing I've I've seen with some of my kids where they get so like competitive like, oh, well this kid's doing this and they're doing that. Like you're in you're in different spots, you know, it can be so hard just not only within your team but now with, you know, social media and seeing what people are doing on Instagram or Strava, like it can be so hard to pull yourself away from that.
1: Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's <laughs> it's like a toxic like there was a point when I was on Strava and I had to get off of Strava because of that. But when I decided to like make my return to Strava, I was like, you're doing this just because you want to be honest with yourself and you want to be honest with like everybody else and be open and like raw about that stuff. And I wanted to like show people like you can go out for this easy run at nine 30 pace because you're tired. Like, it's okay to be tired and it's okay to feel like shit like but you have to take the right steps to like prepare your body and like recover and do all that stuff so yeah I I know what you mean there's like our entire freshman year we just be on Strava like looking at other teams and like oh my gosh look again like Taylor Stack did this like we have to we have to like do faster than that and that was just the complete opposite we should have been like taking it easy like running our own paces it it goes with like anything like any type of social media like they're going to show you the good side and they're not going to show you the bad side so take it with a grain of salt and like just focus on yourself Uh, if you're going to focus on anything make sure you're focusing on yourself and doing what you need to get done so (laughs) that's my (laughs) advice (laughs) that's
0: great advice Because I mean, it, it's true. Like, like I said, it's just it can be so hard to tear yourself away from that, and and not just you know the the high school college. I mean, I've struggled with that. I'll see some some other guys like my age, like oh, they're crushing that. How are they doing that? Yeah. <laughs> and and it, you have to you have to just take that step away and just realize like no, this is this is where I'm at. This is what I need. And you know, and, and you look at it almost like a goal. Like I want to get to that point. But you have no idea, like you said, what, what the downtime, you know, looks like. How bad they're hurting, or, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> how long they're having to roll out, or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Seriously, <laughs> treat yourself
1: nice. Be nice to your body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're punishing your body all the time, it's gonna come back for you, and and it's not gonna be in the workout.
0: It's gonna be in the race, and that's never fun. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, You know, you mentioned a little bit of this earlier, but, you know, that that balance of of not only like balancing the hard days and the easy days and your workouts, but having to balance the the schoolwork and the college. How difficult is that, uh, you know, with when you're running, you know, quite a bit of mileage, you guys are traveling for meets. How tough is that sometimes to manage the school aspect of it?
1: Oh man, um, it could be all over the place. It can be really hard sometimes or sometimes it's it's going pretty smooth. Sometimes I feel like I'm doing better in school when I'm running or training or like have all this stuff going on because I'm on a better, better schedule. Mm. But um, there's other times when you're just like begging for extensions or having to <laughs> be like honest with yourself and be like, well, I'm not going to do this because I have to write this paper and do this assignment that way when I go to my meet, like I don't have to stress or worry about anything. So I think running as a factor has definitely like driven me and pushed me to like do better in like my academics just solely for the aspect of like making me more responsible and just being a student of the sport and being a student in the class. Like it helps your focus. You can, like, endure a lot more than a lot of other people would do. Like, people will see me in the library, like, constantly sitting there for, like, hours. Just, like, I don't know how you do it. And it's, like, well, I go out for, like, two-hour long runs. So it's it's a lot easier <laughs> than that. Or sometimes it feels like it's a lot easier. Sometimes it's a lot harder just to sit at the table for, like, two hours and try to, like, focus on something. Right. But, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of focus. <laughs> <laughs> You just got to, you have to have good time management. You have to have a, I keep a planner with me and yeah, just write down dates, deadlines, to-do lists, always work great and you'll, you'll be fine. Like college is a whiz. If you, if you just are responsible.
0: I, I think that's a great takeaway from that. <laughs> it still <laughs> yeah. takes work, but yeah, if you're on, if you're, If you're responsible and know your schedule, it's going to be so much easier.
1: Yes. And communicate. As an athlete, you have to communicate a lot. And it's better to tell your professors like 12 times that I don't think I'm going to do this rather than not do it. And then be like, hey, can I get an extension on this after the due date? Because they're definitely just going to be like,
0: I hate you. (laughs) 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 Like, no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that that makes sense (laughs) yeah
1: so don't do that
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) Uh, um you know this year you know we we talked about a little bit but you were fifth at nationals and you know look back at it so you were well I guess first of all did you have this feeling like you've been progressing over the last few years. Like, did you have this feeling like you were ready to be in that, in that top five in, in the big races?
1: Uh, no, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, I had the feeling like that I was going to do something great and that like, I was going to have a good season, but at the same time, I just didn't see myself uh being in that like if you told me maybe like 6 months ago that i would have been fifth at nationals i just would have been like no nah, no way like i don't think i can do that but it's just it's just linking together just all these steps like planning ahead and just doing what you got to do focus on yourself and something that seems like completely unachievable at some point will like slowly start to come over the horizon And then once you start to see that, like the sunrise or whatever, like you start to believe it a lot more and you start to fuel that like fire and like feed into it. And you start to believe a lot more in yourself and in others and others like believe in you. And it's just this whole feedback thing that like changes the energy and you just feel, I don't know, (laughs) like I, I didn't think I'd be fifth at all. And then come towards the end of the season, we're like, hey, like you could, you ran this, you could probably be right here and look at these past results. The last time we were in Florida, like this guy I ran this time, like one of my former roommates, Lucio uh, Ramirez, he was also on the Adam state team and he got, I think like ninth at regionals. And then he came back to nationals and like got eighth or something crazy. And like my coach was showing me those results and he's like, yeah, I think he can do this. And I was like, I like wide eyes, like looked at him, like, are you crazy? Like, <laughs> 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 but then like, as like training was going through and like, as we talked about it more, me and the team, and we we're just like, yeah, no, like these guys did it. And like, think about like where we were with the, our competitors. And this is where they placed last year. Like we could totally be up there. Like that can be us. And it became more apparent and like, we started to like really have more confidence and we, we, we had a good turnout at nationals and I got fifth and, and I probably one of the best races of my life. <laughs> I, I love that race. It was a good course too. I worked so hard for that. <laughs> so much details that, yeah, I wish I could get into like just like heat training and training on hills and just like, mental preparation just like meditation and all that stuff and upper body core lifting like all that good stuff it it was all in a master plan and it played out perfectly and i got the results that i couldn't believe and now i'm want more like i got fifth and like let's try to get better than that next year or like let's do better this indoor season and let's see what we can do yeah
0: that's that's awesome that's <laughs> I mean, obviously, it takes it takes a lot of work, and it's it's you can't just cruise by on talent or anything. And it takes a combination, like you said, of everything, core and strength and heat. You know, depending on on where everything's going to be. And um, <laughs> I laugh a little bit because you talk about heat training, and I it's <laughs> it's no is, joke. <laughs> Alamosa's so cold. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah (laughs) it
1: yeah it came to the point like i i've known about how serious the heat is out there so i'd been heat training like the entire season and come like the end of the season like our coach told us like you guys gotta start heat training (laughs) and like i had been in tights and like all this stuff since like the summer and like these guys are like throwing on their clothes now and i'm like well, it's already freezing cold, right <laughs> like here in Alamosa. Like you're gonna have to like double down on that. Like you, like jacket, tights, like that's just your, our normal attire. Now we have to wear like snow jackets <laughs> right. and mittens and like all kinds of stuff.
0: Uh, do Do you feel like the heat training uh, made it harder, like to run regularly in Alamosa because you're so used to like, oh, I gotta bundle up <laughs> after
1: yes it was like it was. it was a lot more work than i ever thought it would be because first of all you're like you're wearing so much clothes it almost restricts you it's like heavy <laughs> and then it gets wet because you're trying to like sweat and like change your sweat rate so then your clothes gets heavy and wet and like as soon as you get wet in alamosa like it's over you're gonna start freezing fast So sometimes I'd have to like switch jackets or do something to like dry off. (laughs) And then I'd have piles. I have piles of laundry even. (laughs) Like that was probably the worst part about heat training was like I'd go through like six jackets in like a week of training and they'd all be like disgustingly wet and sweaty and gross. I'm just glad that was over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then you're, I mean, geez, you're, you're, you're already at like 7,000 feet. So then I, the 7,000 feet, you know, I, I, at this point your lungs are adapted, but still like adding more to it is, is, uh, it just becomes even more.
1: <laughs> yes. It's a lot of stress that needs to be accounted for. <laughs> yeah. You gotta take, you gotta be making sure you're getting hydrated and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you're going to have a really bad day.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, you know, one thing I I saw that was interesting was, you know, in that run up to nationals. So you were sixth at, um, at RMAC and seventh at regionals and then fifth at nationals. So, I mean, that just shows that like, I mean, and, and you already know, and most of the people who listen to this should know, but like how tough the RMAC is, because a lot of those guys, like it was the same guys that you were running with. In, in the RMAC and then to regionals and then to nationals, it's that you know that same group.
1: Yeah, it's no joke. Those guys are fast. they if you, I mean, <laughs> if you want to run fast, like, like any team in the RMAC, like's is gonna get you there. Like, it's it's a lot of competitiveness. And like like I was saying earlier, like it's not even just in Alamosa. Like, oh, like I had a great day. Like I pr and like it still feels like a bad day like you <laughs> imagine how it feels like running in the arm like <laughs> you're running against like all nearly a field of all americans and like former all americans and like you get out there and you like get like 20th and you're just like oh like that sucks like i'm the worst and then you <laughs> think about it like later and you're like oh my gosh i was like running against like all these guys and they're like so fast and yeah you just have to put it all you got to keep it in perspective you got to keep your head up like (laughs) the armac is the very competitive (laughs) the most competitive probably conference in cross country and running like in general
0: oh i i mean i I would completely agree with that Uh, and i (laughs) would uh, you know one thing that you you kind of talked a a little bit about it but you know i think that having adam state there and i mean western for years too but everybody is is risen to that and tried to be better because of those schools and so you end up with i mean colorado school of mines who who just killed it i mean they've they've had to build up the program to compete against you guys and to compete against everybody else just in the conference much less you know then to to then compete at regionals and nationals
1: yeah there's some rock stars out there (laughs) for sure yeah Yeah. it's impressive like yeah i i wish yeah i feel bad for some of the other guys in the RMAC, but
0: at the same time
1: like that's just how that's just the way it plays out you know
0: (laughs) right well and again it's it it's kind of cool because i i feel like A lot of the guys, you know, there in in, in, I mean, D2 across the board, but I mean, you can see, you know, going back to like Penasco getting to run against 5A schools, 4A schools, whatever, like, I mean, you guys go out there and get to run against division one schools and you're competing and, you know, beating a lot of them. And so, you know, obviously the the work is going in it. There's not a huge difference between D1 and, and D2. Um, Uh, i mean obviously there's some topper times in d1 but you know what i mean like there's that that competitiveness and you get in a race and it's it's all the same
1: (laughs) yeah no it really is like like i said before it's like a, a level playing field like when you just put two men on a track or two women on a track like it's just raw like there's nothing else to it like you can't say like it's only what you've done from that point on. And I think that's why I like love the sport. And I think that's what a lot of like, I love D2. Like, I think D2 is crazy for like cross country. Like <laughs> if I had to tell someone, like if they're asking me, like, should I run like D1 or D2? I would say like, yeah, d ones cool and all. But like, have you been to like a D2 cross country national meet? Like it is insane. It's like, it's like a full on party. Like everybody's like running around. It's just like, it's just pure chaos. And then you log on and watch the, like the D one national race. And like, there's like six families out there, like jogging across like the, the golf course. And you're just like, wow, where's like the spirit? Where's the energy? Like, this is kind of (laughs) sad. Like you guys are fast and all, but like, I, I think, if we could like bring those two worlds together, the sport would like be absolutely insane.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think the more that you can combine some of this stuff would be great for everybody. Um, I, there's just so much that I, God, and, and just being able to see it, you know, being able to tune in and watch D1 and D2 and being able to watch them, I think would be great for the sport, you know, for cross country and track.
1: Yeah. No, I I, th- I lose like sleep over it. I don't know why I think about it so much. I, it's just something like that fascinates me. But yeah, I feel like running should be on like a higher platform. Like it deserves so much more. And I think people are starting to realize that. And I uh, I can't wait for it. I hope it happens like soon, like while I'm on the scene. But like if it happens anytime in the future,
0: like I'll be just as happy to see that running like is getting its,
1: the respect that it deserves.
0: Right. Well, I uh, I actually just listened today um Sidious Meg podcast did an interview with uh Seb Coe who's the um, um you know head of the Olympic uh, athletics and all that and he was talking about some of that and trying to uh you know get more eyes on the sport and and be more proactive which I hope happens. Uh, One thing you talked about that I thought was awesome was trying to get cross country into the Winter Olympics, which would be amazing. Yes, that'd be so cool. (laughs) Yeah, it would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I,
1: yeah, that would actually be like the dream right now. If if that happened, I would have no choice but to uh, train insanely perfect and change my entire life just to make that Olympics because like... (laughs) To me, that sounds like heaven. It's just like running cross country and like being with all these winter sports. Like I just love like winter sports, like X Games, all that stuff. Like <laughs> that stuff gets me so excited. And then just to think of like the personalities just mashing together, all in one place. I think it'd be like um magical for the sport. It'd be like, yeah, that'd be top ten moment in like all
0: humanity timeline. <laughs> <laughs> if that happened it, yeah it'd be great <laughs> um you know i you talked a little bit about training for indoor and i want to you know be able to talk a little bit about that and uh you said you're going to be able to run on the new the new indoor track here in albuquerque do you know when you're going to be down here
1: oh yes uh actually i don't even have my phone on me it's i think it's sometime in february okay yeah, it's a, yeah, it's one of our like starting meets or
0: whatever. Okay, yeah, because I know there's one, I think it's like the end of January, like the 22nd. And I know Highlands is going to be down here for that one.
1: Oh, maybe it is that I'm terrible with like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my planner or my phone. So right now I'm just like completely clueless. You're probably right, actually. I think it is on like the 20th or the 22nd or something like that.
0: Awesome. Well, that I just want to plug that. So if anybody wants to go watch you, you they can uh, and just support track in general. I think that's the first one of the season.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. Go wow. get
0: out there. Have a good time. Bring your friends. Yeah. Running's cool. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Which I think if they're listening to a podcast named Running New Mexico, they probably already think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh what are what are your goals for for indoor and and even going into outdoor Ooh, uh,
1: that's fun stuff um yeah i try not to think about it too much but i think for indoor i definitely want to i want to make it to nationals i want to like compete but mostly i want to like uh, run some good times down at sea level. Uh, I don't have like the greatest history of like, I kind of just like figured out this whole running thing, like this past <laughs> like year and a half. So <laughs> for for me, it's kind of like, just stay consistent, keep doing what I'm doing and, uh, try to knock down some of my, uh, my PRs and just like really prove to myself that like, I can run these faster times and that I am a track guy and I got the speed and all that stuff. And uh, just carry on that like momentum, as like as a goal, basically, just improve myself, stay healthy, and then just carry that energy throughout the entire season because it tracks a long season and it's easy to get hurt. So, right, it, it's it's right now. There's no like specific goals on like what place I want to be or anything, but I just want to be better or have a better. Season than my previous seasons in like indoor and outdoor. So if that happens, I'll be happy.
0: Well, I think that's a great way to look at it. I think, you know, if you get too stuck on specific times or specific places, that can be, you can get in your head about that. And so taking the uh, kind of a step back and being like, okay, I want to make it to nationals. I want to run faster. Like, I think those are easy to like not put quite as much pressure on I guess um and still yeah. you know say like I'm, I'm trying to get better
1: yes exactly um yeah what I'm a really motivated person but sometimes I question that because like I won't have goals or I'll just like have like really laid-back goals <laughs> but I think that works for me you know <laughs> yeah it's like people will come up to me and they're like how like how do you get so like how do you get hyped up for this race or like are you ready and I'm just like no, I'm not ready at all. <laughs> like I, I've I kind of been putting this off in my head for a while now. But I guess it's gonna happen. But like once the gun goes off, like like I'm focused, like I'm in there. And I think that's like a good thing to like have. Because if you're always on or if you're always like pressuring yourself, you're you're kinda gonna burn out or you're not gonna feel good about like all this stuff, or you're gonna get in your head. So if you're
0: that type of person, like maybe Try my philosophy. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think you need to manage that that switch. You know, if you're if you're too competitive all the time, it, it's there, there's no way to sustain that. You no. have to manage it, and so being able to like turn it off and on, like, I mean, that's that's awesome. Like, that, I think that takes a lot of people a lot of time to to work on, and if you can just do that naturally, that's that's great. <laughs>
1: Yes, I just have fun with it, really. Cause uh, the happy runner is like the best runner. So if you're sad, you're not gonna. Just kidding. It's okay to be sad too. (laughs) But (laughs) but like the the more you are like comfortable or like just I don't know how to explain it. It's just when you're out there having fun, it's so much more different. Time passes differently. It's like you go in like a crazy time warp or something, go into another dimension. And it's just, it's just you and what's going on around you. Like, you just got to stay focused, have fun, be involved. Because when you're thinking all these thoughts, like what's going to happen, or I need to be here, I need to be in this place. Like, that's just a distraction. That's keeping you like away from like your performance, you, you know?
0: Right, right. And I think, you know, with that, like, just being aware of, uh, instead of being like, I need to be here. I need to be hitting these splits. Like if you just race half the time, you're going to be hitting what you want to hit anyway, because, you know, you're, you're, you're putting yourself in a position instead of overthinking like, oh, that was too fast or that was too slow, or I should be right bit by that guy. and, And you're wasting, you know, mental energy on, on trying to be where you're probably going to be again, just, just running in a good race with the people around you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, seriously. You got to tune in to, like, everything. There's so much distractions nowadays. You just got to, like, tune into what's going in around you during, like, races. And in life, like, you'll be so much better off like that <laughs> if you just, like, stop thinking for a moment and just be like, ah, everything's okay. Like, this fire, this burning house in my head doesn't actually exist. Like, I'm perfectly fine. I'm chilling. Like, that's, like, a good mentality to have it sometimes just just slow down look around you everything's okay
0: (laughs) right (laughs) well i think that's a great point to wrap up on yeah and so i'm just gonna ask the last question that i ask everybody it's been a lot of fun talking with you um but what are you listening to to get you going get you (laughs) Uh, as you said, you don't really get super pumped before, but get you ready <laughs> for for that race or that long run, or you know, for two hour study session.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been listening to some some of my degenerate music, just some like pop punk, some <laughs> new bands that have been coming through. Uh, I've been listening to some some Hot Mulligan and some Mom Jeans. Great, great new hot band out there. Check them out. <laughs> and uh remo drive my absolute favorite
0: band yeah okay i think mom jeans is the only one i've even heard of (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah now
1: those have been getting me through just nothing crazy just some just some some angsty teen band you know
0: hey that's good i i I still enjoy that sometimes so (laughs) (laughs) that's great i love to hear it (laughs) It, it just takes you back it's it uh, i don't think it gets old <laughs> yes yeah i agree <laughs> all oh. right well like i said th- this is a lot of fun i'm really i mean again congratulations on, on a great cross country season i'm really excited for your indoor and outdoor season obviously i'll be cheering you on and um awesome. hopefully i'll get to see you down here at at uh U m's meet at that beautiful cherry and turquoise track that they got now.
1: Yes. It's going to uh, be amazing.
0: Yeah. I I'm excited to see races on there. It's I just yeah. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I uh, can't wait to see you out there. It's always great to see see people we know, people that we support. Like we got to stick together, you know. Lift absolutely. each other up, don't bring each other down, don't compete all the time.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh is there anything else you'd like to say before I let you go?
1: Um, spread peace and love. That's it.
0: I'd once again like to thank my guest for their time and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at runningnewmexico at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.